0: You are listening to the AW360 Podcast from Advertising Week. Returning to the show, I am pleased to be speaking with Jim Meisner, Principal and President at 50,000 Feet. We last featured Jim on the show just before the pandemic completely changed the world we live in, so it was great to catch up. Discussing everything from creativity to brands doing social good and a whole lot more. I hope you enjoy this episode. Jim Meisner, welcome back to the AW360 podcast. I've I've always wanted to say that.
1: <laughs> well, today's your chance and I could not be happier to be the guy you say it to. So, thank you so much. It's it's a pleasure being here and thank you for uh the chance to speak. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely my pleasure. Um so you're principal and president of 50,000 feet. For those who didn't hear the prior episode, tell us a little bit more about 50,000 feet and what you do.
1: Sure. No, thank you. Um, A lot of titles for a little guy. That's uh, who I am. So I'm a a proud principal partner at 50,000 Feet, as you said, one of four equal principal partners. 50,000 Feet is a wholly owned, privately held, the parlance of the day is an independent. So We're a great independent, about the largest of our kind or in here in Chicago, which I'm calling in from today. and We have proper physical offices in New York as well. So um, we're in terms of positioning and how we kind of show up in front of our clients and with our team are we're a global brand consultancy and creative agency, so a little bit of a a dual personality, perhaps or, um, you know, kind of two sides of the coin. We work and engage with clients to develop Really thoughtful, research insight-led, audience-driven, um, global brand strategies, and whether you're new co or a fledgling or a high-growth startup, or lion's share of our clients are Fortune 1,000 global behemoths. And then we're a creative agency. so we have the kit and kind to really think through how to creatively express brand experience in all of its forms and shapes across the whole ecosystem. So everything today is omnichannel and immersive and um, that's what we do. So, um, pleasure, pleasure to be here.
0: Excellent. Well, you work for or work with, I should say, some of the biggest brands around. But interestingly enough, I find this fascinating because I kind of want to pick your brain about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have a large number of finance brands you work with.
1: We do, <clears throat> we do. So, um, and we we could talk all day and into the evening about that. Um, about. Our, our focus there, um, some of our experience. So, you know, back in our earliest, you know, earliest days and close to the founding of the, the company within the first couple of years, we started working with exchange clients. So proprietary trading groups, and then we went on to work with some of the largest publicly held trading clients um, in the world, eventually to the New York Stock Exchange in the past couple of years. So we've always loved the, um, the ability to work with clients to help solve really complex problems. So for many of us, right, um, math is complex and sometimes difficult, economics and understanding um, the economic conditions, the capital markets, and how products and services that touch and affect every aspect of the economy and every part of our lives. How do you create um, stories that you Edu, both educate and inspire and how do you create really great customer and consumer experiences that really lead, whether it's institutional investors, the most sophisticated, um, or um, newer generations of consumer and retail investors? How do you how do you lead them to answers through a whole lot of options and questions within the marketplace so, our work across 20 years, um, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary this year, um, led from early exchange clients, to asset managers, to investment managers, did a fair amount of work, not only in terms of mutual funds, but in terms of ETFs and many different types of investment product. Um, and then we do a lot of work in payments. So we're a lead agency partner, one of the largest um, payment networks in the world. And we work with, um, plenty of um, fintech or startups too who are really shaping and redefining the space. So lots of different kinds of scale of uh, types of problems to solve at many levels and scales, which make it exciting for us and our team. Um, and there's, you know, there's, it's always, a, it's a different challenge every day.
0: So I always look at it that, you know, there's the math that I like to do and then there's the math that I have to do. <laughs> um, from the creative side, let's say, how do you go about, Finding inspiration to make that accessible as well as interesting, yeah, yeah,
1: such a good question right for for any brand marketer for any um, anyone working in a creative life today I mean financial services we would we would argue that the best brands within the category and this isn't exclusive to financial services right it's can a brand make it uh, a great connection? And create compelling storytelling, moving from an idea to an action to impact. So, if I would step back and unpack that a little bit. What is the animating idea of the brand, of the business? What innovations underline their positioning? What is their unique connection within the market, right? And to their Mm -hmm. customers. So what is that fabric? What's that connected tissue or that golden thread? And then what are the actions, right? So, you know, not to be too wonky, what's the value proposition? What's the emotional and functional benefit to the audience? So how do you make their lives easier or better in some way? And then the final, which is so great and really, I think, characterizes um, the financial services space today is that the, the leading brands the best brands are talking about the impact they create. So, I mean, you see it in the news all today, I mean, in terms of the entrepreneurial spirit, the the impact from a personal and a community perspective, from a public affairs perspective, I mean, economic development as it's connected to the fabric and the health and wealth of our communities, our families, to the public sphere overall, um, financial services companies have a direct line to making a contribution to that. So it's been really, um, it's been a really exciting time. I really, really think it's been an unprecedented time, especially in the last two years, because I think the category, although they were quite active, and participatory in the space and public affairs space before even the last five to 10, in the last two, especially during the pandemic, the contributions have been really pretty pretty enormous. I think to add on, not to give you even a longer answer to a short question, um, there's been a lot of work with inclusion, right? So economic inclusion can lead directly to social inclusion and um, great, great companies and brands within the space are thinking through, how we can facilitate increased digitization, right? You know, from a cashless society to a more inclusive digital born society and how can we make resources that were once available to a few, available to the many um, or the most or to all of us. So when you think of the higher order of that, you know, a lot of your storytelling and a lot of your communication and advertising and brand work can really, you know, the North star can be set on a a much larger purpose and a much larger vision. And that can be a really, a great animating spirit for a lot of great campaign work and outreach efforts, as well as, you know, giving you kind of life and lift to the team's day to day and working on it. So, yeah, it's, I I personally think, you know, personally professionally think there is no better time to work in the category and there are wonderful change makers out there um within the space and it's an exciting place to be.
0: Speaking to that, there is overall in the industry a noteworthy shift, you know, just it's a societal shift I I believe more than anything to being a lot more proactive and, you know, standing for something, I, I think beyond just you know, commerce, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, that's it's definitely, you know, noticeable. It, it's fascinating to watch brands sort of kind of learn to do that and navigate it. Whereas, you know, some brands, it, it comes very easy. Some brands, you know, they, they've had their missteps along the way, but, you know, their hearts in the right place, I would say. Um, from a creative perspective, how do you go about bridging the gap you know to to tell that story while still checking the boxes of informing consumers about a new product or a service you know that sort of thing
1: yeah yeah good question um <laughs> The, the teams here, so we, we have a wonderful strategy team um, that really keeps us close and honest to the objectives, the strategic objectives of the client. So um, how do they want to kind of show up within market? How do they want to make the connection to that audience? And to whom are they speaking, right? So we say that everything we do here is insight driven, audience led. So what insight can we gain around whom we're speaking with? And are we really clear to whom we're speaking? Right, so classic kind of marcom um, research planning work that you know is more and more important, especially in an omni-channel world. As the world becomes more option-rich, it's really important to have a clear sight on what you're trying to accomplish and within what parameters. And then from there, there you know the, the team, the research team, the strategy team is you know, a wonderful stewards of that knowledge, kind of the keeper of the flame throughout the process. And then in partnership with client services who are attentive stewards of our clients' businesses and brands and keep them close and collaborative throughout the process, we think through content and narration and concepting and how do we tell those stories, right? Um, How do we tell it from a a verbal expression, from a visual expression? So kind of thought, word, and image working really hand in hand and in combination, right? Should be pretty seamless and integrated. And then here we give expression and form and um, to all of that. So whether, you know, in whatever kind of digital outreach, short form video, could be longer form film or broadcast, it could be really immersive digital um, experiences or even products or services, right? So the line between great digital experiences and what is a digital product um, are starting to blur, um, which is exciting for us. So really creating branded, ownable spaces for our clients and for um, for the brands in which we, we help power um, through that process. And then at the back of that, we kind of start all over again. And I say that in the best way that we like to measure and we have to measure in order to manage and in order to optimize and then stay close because the best, as you know, right? in all of your work in the space and all the folk um, with whom you speak, um, great communications have to be great conversations. So it's not about a one-way, um, it, it's, it's not a one-way conversation. It's not only putting things out, but being really good listeners and learners um, from your audience, and then making certain that you learn from those, and then you take that back in and incorporate it in your, in your next campaign or your next communication.
0: And how often is that sort of a repeatable process? versus something that you have to analyze and then come up with something entirely new. I know that, you know, one of the the things I found, I don't know, almost darkly funny over the past few years is, you know, the, the the industry's over-reliance on data has meant that people need to not only work harder, but I think create harder is how I like to think of it. Yeah. How how often do, you know, the, the kinds of, you know, data sets you get back challenge what you know, and then where you go from there.
1: Yeah. Um, if you never want to grow old, as they say, always stay curious, right? So I <laughs> apply that same adage possibly to the creative process, you know, and you always want to be to keeping ear to the ground. So um, I don't know, you know, answer a question with another question. I don't know how much the process, the creative process is fundamentally right i mean there's i don't want to say that there's a beginning or middle or end and i don't want to say it's circular and people who know me uh, well think no for you it's circular um i I think that you begin with what is it you're trying to accomplish a greater connection a greater sense of engagement and a greater uh, degree of trust you know or um those would be good starters for for most outlays um what we do um the work we do here with their clients and for our clients And then what experiences do you create um, that will really bring those to life, that will really foster that idea and that spirit? And what stories can you tell that really communicate that? And they always have to be honest and they always have to be authentic and they always have to be um, differentiated. And I think that that's always held true no matter where we were in kind of the the map of time. Um, What probably has changed though is the, The expression, right? I mean, technology and the advent of, um, you know, digital expression, um, how we, what experiences we create and how much we can learn from them, to your point, how much data can we collect or how much feedback can we uh, gain is quicker and quicker and quicker. And by by the year, definitely, I was going to say by the day, it's probably not gotten to be that. So we... (laughs) We, we're pretty responsive, pretty adaptive and flexible here. I will say that we um, we're in contact with many of our clients I mean, daily, um, if not you know definitely weekly, to how do we optimize, how do we correct? How do we um, steer or turn or navigate in response to what they're seeing, what they're hearing, what together we're seeing in the market. So um, that that has the speed at the rate at which we create has changed and the rate at which we respond has changed. I think for the better though, hey, I really do. I really, really do.
0: When we last spoke was at the very dawn of the <laughs> pandemic. It was right before, I, if I remember correctly. And you know, that could have been yesterday or it feels a million years away, depending upon when you ask me in the next 10 minutes. But <laughs> you know, I, we're all experiencing it, so I don't feel too bad about saying that. How has that shaped creativity and how has it impacted 50,000 feet over the course of the past two years?
1: Oh my gosh. That's like a million dollar question. I've not been asked that question before and I like that question. Um, you know, so I'm calling from the Midwest. I've never used this. So let me try on this, this analogy. And I think of Willa Catherine, I think of her wonderful writing um, that she captured, right? Um, the danger and the grace and the beauty of fires, right, that um, were so um, naturally born to the Great Plains, right? The, mm-hmm. the fires that burn the brush every year to keep them healthy. And, you know, if you can look at the pandemic um, as an unprecedented, you know, to many of us, right, to be unanticipated world of events. Let's not argue whether it was, you know, we, there have been pandemics before and could or should we've been more prepared, although it was an opportunity in its, its absolute destruction and I want to respectfully recognize the loss that we've all shared and lived through and I want to be really cognizant of that and really um, give a moment to that in person and professionally the same time, it really brought forward um, the green shoots, right? And let us saw how we were connected to one another. And, you know, whether it was within your friend and family and your circle and your unit, or whether that circle, and I hope it's widened for many of us um, across our communities, you know, both professionally and personally, and really around the world, right? I mean, you can keep going and going and going. And I hope we hang on to that sense of um, connection. And I wanna say unity and shared purpose. Um, that part hopefully is never over for us. And I hope that when we start to think through what has happened to us and um, among us the last couple of years, we take that learning forward and you know back to the prairie fire, and we build again, and we build a little stronger and a little better. Um, that could be, I think that could be really a wonderful beauty and wonderful grace. I think when you map it to the creative process, you know, I mean, there's a term, right, called creative destruction, that um, debate and conversation is never a bad thing. And the best ideas you, you like to argue, or you like to think rise to the top. So, um, we you know, at 50,000 feet continue to be our own toughest critics of our work, and you know, you know whether that's strategically led or technology led or in terms of this conversation creatively led. Um, so we're going to still continue to have that kind of creative destruction led here, and I think the you know I hope to think that the last couple of years have made us um, keep our sight on creating work that is really purpose led and is really powerful and looks at connections and looks at ways to resonate across a global community. Um, we have been fortunate to have um, wonderful employees who have stood by the vision of our organization. And they are our organization. And they've helped infuse it and enliven it and make it grow. And I think we're burning brighter than ever before. And to widen that circle, um, we've had clients that have stood by us. And you know, I think within the agency world of the creative community, I don't know whether we've given enough shout outs to our clients who have really kind of weathered that storm with us because um, they had really stressful personal and professional lives as well for the past couple of years, and we were able to create together and then go forward together so. Um, what a, what a long, again, I, I never stop. So stop me <laughs> the long answer to a short question. It was
0: a great question though. That was beautiful, Jim. I don't really know. I'll be honest. I don't know where to go from there. Normally I would go, Hey, now uh crystal ball time predict the future, but you just summed up just the past two years wonderfully. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, not having you predict the future, unless you have a gem of, uh, of wisdom you think is worth sharing,
1: you know, you, you caught me, you caught me speechless. So I, um, you know, we could stop at the question. I could save your, your listeners and your audience. <laughs> I, I don't think any of us have the answers. And I really think that's the exciting part. Like, you know, I, I wake up, I'm always glad <laughs> I'm always appreciative and thankful I woke up. And then from that, I mean, I really think the dance of the day is finding out what awaits you and you hope for the best. Right. And you, you, you know, you must live in the moment and then, you know, plan as best you can and work forward. So um, me personally, I'm trying to take the advice of, you know, holding on to those lessons of the past couple of years and trying to be a lot more purpose-led and trying to be a better leader of those conversations. And I would say I'm not good at that. <laughs> I'll admit that to your audience and I'll say, you know, the, the only way to get better is to keep trying. So, um, so that's what I'm going to do. So
0: Sound advice for anybody in any industry, I would say. Um, Jim Meiser, wonderful to have you on. I welcome you back in another two years. I'd love to do this again.
1: Awesome. Me too. No, a pleasure to hear your voice. And um, thank you so much for your time and everyone listening. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening. For other content like this and more information about Advertising Week's global events for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com or follow us on your preferred social media platforms. Chaptering and other structural elements for this podcast are powered by Snackable AI. With the ability to unify all content in one place, have AI distill the best insights instantaneously and share them seamlessly. Businesses on Snackable create more relevant value for their audiences faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai